I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So buckle up! Ian Brodsky, it is tax season, my it friend. Is. Have you filed your taxes? Yes, I'm already like done and complete with all my taxes and stuff. Yeah, trying to finish mine by the end of this week. Excuse me. I'm put it push off. Push my chair in a little bit. <laughs> I clearly dropped my phone. Okay. I put it off way too long. Yeah. But I still have, you know, until April 14th. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it sound like we're doing a pre show advertisement right now? It does. This show brought to you by your tax. Yeah. Taxes. One of the two it's, certain things. It's true. <laughs> Except for death and paying taxes. Yeah. Okay, so taxes fucking suck. Yes. I obviously, as a nanny, have to deal with all the taxes after the fact as an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. It is painful, my friend. I believe it. Yeah, not going great for me, but I will work it out, no problem. My roommate's in the same boat, actually, because she's technically an independent contractor as well. Yeah. And... It is not fun. You're supposed to do it quarterly, but if you choose to do it at the end of the year, it is one fell swoop. I didn't know you were supposed to do it quarterly. Quarterly? It's not that you're supposed to. It's that it's like highly recommended that independent contractors sure. file quarterly so that okay. it's not a painful return at the end of the year. Very, 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 very painful. Heard the number and started crying oh, immediately. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It oh, was bad. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm, uh, I'll work it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's just, you know, a bit of a sticker shock. Of course. A little bit of a sticker shock. Has there ever been anything that you, anything as a kid that you saved up a lot of money for? Oof, I'm sure there was. You know, like... Like your number one big ticket item. Like, I remember saving up for uh, this keyboard behind me, mm-hmm. but like, I, was, I wasn't I was even a kid. I was like 18 years old. I He's was talking like, about a piano keyboard. A piano keyboard, sorry. <laughs> um, so like... Like, and it wasn't even, like, that big of a ticket. Like, it was on discount. But just, I remember, like, finally going into, like, Guitar Center or Sam Ash Music or something with my dad and being like, I'll take one of these, please, because I know it's on discount and I have the money. How fun. And then I remember um, I use like, my paychecks from Begin Again to pay for my first iPhone. Oh. Yeah, so, like, I felt, like, super, like, adulty and accomplished then because I was like, I got this one, parents, and Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've actually, in many cases, done any big ticket items for myself. Like, my really expensive dance shoes, my, like, nearly $400 Mm -hmm. dance shoes, were a birthday gift. Laducas? Laducas, honey. You can't be on Broadway without your dukes. Nope. No, no. Um, And my KitchenAid mixer was a gift. What else? All my computers have been gifts. Pretty much because my parents know that I'm just, like, suffering. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I mean, and I also ended up paying for this computer as well just because I happened to, like... I Like, my old computer was real shit, and I just happened to have the money at this that time. Like, I just didn't... It wasn't, like, a goal, though. Right. See here, taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I I think... It it builds a little bit of character if you don't get the Barbie dream house when you're a kid. I, I 100% agree with you. You know, like, we didn't have a gaming system. We didn't get cool clothes. We didn't, you know. See, my parents, yeah, my parents were really good about telling me no on the right things. Mm. Because, like, they might argue in some instances that I was spoiled, and, like, in certain aspects I would agree with them, but, like, they were very good about saying no to me when I would be like, hey, I want this toy. No. 
hey, I want this thing. Maybe for Hanukkah. Did they ever tell you no, but then they ended up, like, they had already gotten it for you for your birthday or something, or they all, you know, um, yeah, to? Yeah, I remember, like, once, um, I was really into Harry Potter and Legos at the time, um, and I still am, it's great. Um, and so, I had continuously been like, I want this big-ass Hogwarts castle made out of Legos. <laughs> Please and thanks. And they're like, no, that's expensive. And But I... Me being the persi- persistent thing I am, I didn't give up. And then, like, they gave it to me for, I think, a birthday. Oh, So, nice. yeah. So that was really nice. One time I was playing hide-and-seek, and we weren't supposed to go. At, like, my parents' room is off-limits, but so that made it the perfect hiding place. And I went, I hid in the closet, and I found all of the Christmas gifts. I didn't mean to, but I was, like, hiding under my mom's dresses in the closet, and I found all the Christmas gifts. But I was still... Christmas was, like, another, you know, half a month away. So by the time Christmas morning came, I had mm-hmm. forgotten what I had seen. So That's was, good, though. It was still very exciting. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bunch of Playmobil. I was really into Playmobil. Ah. We huh. loved Legos, but, like, I loved that Playmobil came with, like, full communities of people. Yeah. And, like, occupational. Those are fun. Like, yeah. I love, like, full-on, like, Lego towns and stuff and... I had a Playmobil nativity scene that I was really obsessed with. Really? The wise men were rad. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I also liked the Playmobil. I don't think I realized it at the time, but part of the reason why I liked all of the people is because all of the communities were racially diverse. Like, Mm. Playmobil didn't play favorites on colors of skin. That's good. That's very progressive of them for that time. It was very cool. I forget what they were called. I wanted to say they were called, like, Connects. Yes. Or something, but, like... They had all of these, like... And you would press them together, and they go click, click, yes. click, 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 yeah. And they had all of these theme park ride ones, and mm. I was obsessed with those. It was, like, real-life roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, that's the kind of shit, like, if I had never... Like, I, I always say, like, if I had never, like, found art or theater and stuff, and, like, I had gone in another direction, I probably would have been some sort of architect or engineer. Totally. Because I love, like, that design, but, like, I would have, like... At the time, I was like, I'm going to design roller coasters one day. Yeah. Like, I love I feel that like shit. everyone said that at some point. Right? Yeah. Your dream wasn't unique. That was It wasn't. Point. It wasn't. <laughs> but I loved it. I was also really into Lincoln Logs. I liked wooden toys. I still like wooden toys. Yes. And they actually say, like, obviously, you know, I work with kids all the time, so I'm constantly reading, you know, mommy magazines and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say that wooden toys are, like, the best thing you can give your kids. Yeah. Like, toys that don't stimulate on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember, like, my cousin had a lot of Lincoln Logs, and that, those were a lot of fun. Yeah. Ugh. Lincoln Logs are great. so lit. And then also those um, wooden train tracks that yeah. only came in curves and straights. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's, like, making me remember, like, the fun times of childhood. Yeah. Just those Thomas the Tank Engine magnetic. Yep. Yeah. Magnetic cars. and Amazing. Love it. Absolutely amazing, my friends. Yes. All right. Are we ready for the thing that happened this week? I think we are. Let's do it. Claire Manship. Ian Brodsky. What happened to you this week? So this week, I discovered the show Nailed It on Netflix. Yes. Me now, too. I haven't watched very much of it, but... The first episode got me so good that I, you know, I'm obviously hooked, but it's going to take me mm-hmm. a while to like get through all of it. I was hooked because there was a judge on the episode named Sylvia Weinstein. Yes. 
who's a wedding cake specialist and designer. And she was so funny. Yes. I really, I mean, like... I was disappointed to find out that she wasn't a main part of the cast. Yes. But she me was too. so funny. So okay, so the concept of nailed it is it's based on the nailed it memes where mm-hmm. someone tries to create something beautiful but fucks it up so badly that it's like a fail meme. Yeah. And they write nailed it on it and in the show the only flaw I see with the show is that the objective is to get it as close as possible to the original, mm-hmm. when really I think the person that fails the hardest should win. Yeah. Oh, that would be like, fun. Like, what if they didn't tell them that the objective... Was the objective to be, was to, like... To be as much of a train wreck as possible. Exactly, so that they tried really hard, and then it's even funnier that they tried hard, and it looked so shitty. Mm-hmm. So they'll get a... They'll get, like, in the first episode, there was a challenge where they had to recreate um, marzipan swathed Rice Krispie treats and Mm -hmm. cookies in the shapes of, you know, like hearts and ring fingers and uh, wedding bands and things like that. Yeah. um, To celebrate, like, themes of weddings and divorce or something. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the things these people created were so hideous. I was overwhelmed <laughs> it was just how many episodes in are you only three okay well yeah. did you get to the one with the shark no okay that one's a fun one okay yeah i'm looking forward to watching more of it but i will say that it's a lot more fun to watch these shows with someone else there yes just to like have a friend around i think because it's it, it there's something about like laughing at it together. If you chuckle at it by yourself, it's like, okay, that was, you know, kind of funny, but really it's just sad that these people suck. Yeah. At least like I do love that it's not like a competition. Like I like that being that sucking at it is part of the game. Like it's okay for them to suck at it. Like right. that like eases some of like the like the embarrassment for these people or right. what have you. Um, but yeah, Morgan and I watched like half the season together. Okay. And Morgan's actually like a great baker and she like cooks and bakes all the time. So she was getting like the funniest like level of anxiety over it because she was <laughs> looking at these projects and she's like, okay, like I know how I would attempt that. It might not look exactly like this cake, like this beautiful shark or whatever, but I know how I would go about it. Right. Um, and they yeah. always start like doing the wrong thing. Exactly. I think the other big flaw to the project is that they give them an unreasonable amount of time. Even for experts, yes. that amount of time is ridiculous. Which I didn't even know either until Morgan was like, why do they only get an hour? Yeah, that's insane. I mean, maybe all of their materials are pre-measured. I'm not sure. That could be it. Now, the crown jewel of Nailed It mm-hmm. is the host, Nicole Byer. One of my favorites. So she's amazing. She has been oh knocking around the comedy and podcast circuit for as long as, you know, the sun has been rising. Exactly. She is one of the most gifted wordsmiths. She loves to laugh. I love that about her. There was something in the pilot that made me laugh until I cried, where someone goes, so first I did step one, then I did step two, and by the time I got to step three, I really felt like it was really coming together. And then the camera like pans over to this hideous creation, <laughs> and Nicole goes, "Ha ha ha! Okay." <laughs> yes. <laughs> it oh made me God. laugh. It made me laugh 
laugh so hard. She, um, she's just so wonderful. Oh god, she has like this great podcast called "Why Won't You Date Me?" Yes. Oh my god, it's so funny. And she and Brooke Whel- Brooks Whelan did like a co-podcast where they were each other's guests. And so she talks about her time at Lane Bryant in the <laughs> funniest way. Oh my god, like she just like she never ceases to like amaze me. Yeah, like, she's a I joy. Love it. Oh now, my god, it, it, I love this. The one thing I will say about watching this with another person, I was watching it with the kids that I nanny, and they are mm-hmm. very into baking competitions. Mm. They've been watching this other Netflix show called Zumbo's Just Desserts, where yeah. it's like an Australian like confectionery TV show. And they understand that the prize money, this is a little bit off topic, but kind of relevant. They understand that the prize money's in dollars because in Australia, they happen to use the same word for their currency, but it's Mm -hmm. just Australian dollars. And so when they hear like the winner of Zumbo's desserts gets $250,000 or whatever, they're like, oh, cool. I get that. I understand what that is. And so after we watched some of Nailed It, I was like, all right, let's flip over to the Great British Bake Off so I can like show you what real excellence is. And the girls are watching it. They're a little bit confused. You know, it's kind of boring compared to like a show like Nailed It where Nicole Mm -hmm. is just shouting at everyone. Oh my God, I loved it. And it really got me. Um, The younger one is seven and she goes, Claire, what do they win if they are the best British baker in the Bake Off? I said, oh, they win, uh, you know, this, like, decorative cake plate and 100,000 pounds. And she goes, of what? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, in that way, I think that a show like Nailed It is very easy for anyone, even young minds, to absorb that every round has a prize. Mm -hmm. Where, like, the end of the first round, the person who fucks up the most gets a mild advantage in the second round. But someone who does the best in the first round, there's only two rounds per episode. One is like a decorative round and one is like a, like a showpiece round. Yeah. And so at the end of the first round, which is more decorative and like kind of like um, aesthetically pleasing projects, um, well, they don't end up that way, no. but <laughs> um, no. the first person will win, you know, a small prize, like a mm-hmm. mixer or um, a knife set or something cool like that. And then in the end of every episode, the person who overall had the best performance between the two rounds gets $10,000. So I think that's part of the reason why the kids liked that because it was very tangible. Like, oh, you win the first round, you get this, you win the second round, you get money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think um, the advantages are one of my favorite parts. Yes. Like where um, the one in last place can like, uh, can push a button and Nicole just bothers the other two contestants. It's just so fucking funny for me. I haven't watched far enough into the episodes yet, but I heard that there's one advantage where someone presses a freeze button where the other two have to stop what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But the woman who used the freeze button first was like an elderly woman yep. and she used all of her frozen time to just walk to the pantry and back. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah, she did. And so I, I'm looking forward to watching some more of that, but, um, Oh my God. It's so much fun. That being said, the first person I mentioned, Sylvia Weinstock is an old sassy granny and I love her so, so much that first episode really, really got me. Yeah. Um, so I know I jumped all over with that, but guys, check it out. If you whoa, the subway is subway's 
rumbling. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. So please watch Nailed It if you like those cooking and baking competitions. But there is a little bit of a trigger to it that if you are like me or Morgan where you're regular cooks and bakers, it's going to be a little hard to watch. Yeah. I had to turn it off after a bit because I was getting, I could feel myself getting anxious. Right. Yeah. So go cautiously, but enjoy it while you can. Fine. While you can. Yes. Yes. Uh, moving on, Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? Ooh, so, like, it's not, I guess it's on a similar plane as my last story, and, like, I know, I know I'm an actor, guys, I know, like, we talk about actory stuff a lot, but oh, this is an another, actor? that's what I'm told. Um, sure. Yeah, that's, I guess, um, I was, um, what's the word, um, ordained with this gift? Oh, um, Yes, I believe that is how you uh, become one actor. Yes, um, you can register online. Exactly. It <laughs> takes 20 minutes. Um, I went to this, I was a plus one actually for this event, um, a networking event for the upcoming New York Musical Theater Festival. So, Better known as? Nymph. Nymph. So I was my friend's plus one because she's also a choreographer, she's a performer and a choreographer director and I'm a performer as well as like choreographer and on dance it yourself nutcracker as kind of a general manager jack of all trade of sorts so i mean you're really just ordained some of us take I'm this just, seriously i'm just i'm just very very important i'm just a boo <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a boo okay um, but yeah so, so you're the plus one to a nymph to an networking, networking event so okay. All of these shows are there, and they're looking for certain members of their production team. Like, some of these people are looking for directors and choreographers. Or this was a, for... like, official event? Or yeah. Or informal? Okay. Um, a little bit of both. It was sponsored by the festival. Okay. Um, but it was about, like, the creative teams looking for people. Great. Um, and so I went in. My name tag said choreographer and producer because that's what you had to be in order to, like, Go. You had to be one of these creative well, but team you types. Also, are one of those. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. Um, and while I was there, I ran into several casting directors that I've been in for before. Great. And I am talking to one of the creative teams at one of their tables, and all of a sudden, this casting director walks up, who has called me back for stuff in the past, and. So she starts joining this conversation. It's super chill. And like, I know who she is, but I don't want to be like, I don't want to be weird about it. And then she takes one look at me and goes, oh, I know you. I've called you back for stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's me. Um, well, that's great that she remembered yeah. you. And yeah, it was really cool because I didn't want, like, I didn't want to risk being like, hey, yeah, like you called me back for this thing. And her be like, oh, like, kind of, like, dropping the energy, like, yeah, I remember why you didn't get it. She would um, never do that. I, I, I'm sure she wouldn't. But you also but, know, like, I think pe I think people think that, myself included, we're all culprit of this, that we think that the casting director is the one that makes the decision, but really, they get, they get you through the first round, maybe two. Yeah. But then after that, they're just there as, like, like side commentary. Yeah. Like, they don't get to make these decisions. It, true. Um, they're more our peers than anything. Yeah, and like at the same time, it's great to have good relationships with casting directors in order for them to like think of you and call you in for other projects. Right. Um, so this particular one just happened to remember me in a positive way, and I just am someone who never expects that. So that was really <laughs> cool. 
And then you I ran into... You should start expecting that more. Eve. Thank you. People think of you favorably. Thank you. Write in at thisweeksthing at gmail.com please. to verify this information. Please, please validate us. Because I will not be and doing then, that. <laughs> you know, that's fair, though. That's fair. Um, Writing into my own email. Exactly, from your other email. Like, sure. Imagine if you did, though. That would be funny. I um, could get a whole campaign going of fake emails emailing you. You could. Yeah. That's what's great about the internet. That would really boost that's, you up, huh? Yeah. But um, then I, I ran into another uh, casting director who recognized me, and then I was like, oh yeah, like, I know your cousin, I did a show with him, and he was you like- You said that to him. Yeah. And he was like, what? You know, Chandler, I have to take a photo of us and like send it to him. I have this thing where like every time I've like run into someone that knows Chandler, I have to take a photo, I have to take a selfie with them and send it to them. Weird. So yeah, like it was really fun, and like I learned how to network that night because I just never- like, I had just never been in that kind of situation before. So, like, it was really eye-opening because my friend who brought me is really good at networking in a personable way that, like, isn't weird. And then we ran into other friends of mine who happened to be there. And, like, it was a really cool eye-opening experience, which ended with me introducing myself to a friend of... Not introducing them. My friend introduced me to a friend of hers who is currently um, an AD on a few, like, really big projects. An AD is what? An an assistant director. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, I got ahead of myself. So he's an assistant director on a few of these projects that are, like, pretty, like, big coming up. And I'm looking at this name, and I'm like, I know you're from somewhere. I know I know that name. I don't know where I know that name from, but I know that name. So then I start talking to him. I was like, I hate to be, like, that kind of person... But, like, where where did you grow up? And he's like, okay, well, I'm from, like, North Jersey. And it's like, oh, did you do, like, the like the local youth theaters there and stuff? And he's like, yeah, totally. And he goes, what did you, and I go, what did you do? And so he's lifting, like, like the Paper Mill Youth Program and um, a couple of the local Jersey ones. And then he mentions Helen Hayes Youth Theater, which is the program where one of the programs where I trained, where he trained, where Skylar Aston trained, um... There's a couple other, like, names that came from there. And so I go, that's where I know you. We have never worked together, but we definitely know all the same people. So we had this beautiful moment of connection where I was like, oh, I know who you are. You were Papa Gay and Once on this Island. I didn't do that show, but everyone did the show after that, which is what I was in. So everyone was talking about how cool you are. So... Well, that's great. Yeah. And so, like... And he responded positively. Yeah. And it was one of those things which is like, that's... that Like, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe, like... Small world. I mean, it's not that crazy. We're not that far from Jersey. No, but, like, it's just, like, for me, it's always, like, what are the chances that, like, I'm going to run to, like, a fellow Helen Hayes alum? In this business, a lot more than some. But I That's know, fair, I, yeah. But I, but I know that yeah. that is surprising, for sure. Yeah, and then that, and then that like, one of, the casting direct, one of the casting directors that remembered me, I sent a little follow-up email, as, like, some actors are wont to do, just saying... Hey, great to reconnect with you. Hope our paths cross again someday. And she responds almost immediately going, great seeing you too. I hope the same. And I was like... That was great. And so, yeah, it was just... 
Like, I mean, validation is its own, like, topic that I could ramble on about for days. I mean, you've used that word at least ten times today. I'm, I'm sure I have. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to go through and edit this and be like, I have to cut out, like, a validation sentence. Yeah. Um, sometimes, but, I will tell you, not sometimes, but I think one time I pulled a sentence from later in the episode and pulled it into what you were saying earlier in the episode because you were like, oh, by the way, about that thing before. Oh, so yeah. I just, I'm sure. I just swung it into the conversation. <laughs> I and no I fully one was the wiser. They never knew, and you still don't because you don't know what we're talking, which episode we're talking I don't even about. Remember which one I'm talking about? Great, but it happened. But yeah, so like it was like it was just really like fun and interesting and cool, and it paid off in a way. And so like, and you learned a new skill, and I learned a new skill, a skill set, which we rewarded ourselves with by sh- getting some schmackeries, which are some great Ooh, ass cookies. They are great ass cookies. Yeah. Okay, between schmackeries and Levant. Which one is your choice? Mm. Oh my god, that's tough. It's schmackeries for me because Levan's too soft in the middle. And they can't make a regular chocolate chip cookie. They have to put walnuts in it like a dick. That's annoying. <laughs> and like, I feel like I'm leading towards schmackeries because I like their selection. I just like the shape of that cookie. Like, I don't want to eat a cookie that's the height of a scone. Those cookies are like... Borderline they're, scones. They're wet inside. Like they're See, fully I like that, wet. Though. I, like I don't that. mind soft and chewy and like just out of the oven, but I, I don't want them to like. I, I worry that maybe people are getting sick. See, <laughs> like, well, that reason exactly is why I'm so like torn between them because I love that consistency in a cookie, but right. There's something about like the funfetti schmackeries cookie or like anything where there's like icing on top, yeah. But also stuff in the cookie itself where I'm just like, I will take twelve of these, please. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so all-around oh, fun night. And Thus endeth the first, first tangent. tangent. Was that the first tangent? I think so. Okay. Well, I am very proud of you, and in your special skills on your resume, you should put networking. Yes. <laughs> networking, parenthetical, with you, parenthetical. With you. <laughs> right? That would being be a right hilarious. Ha- being, like, the right-hand man of, a, like, a networker. Oh, that would be like, hilarious. Because, like, this situation, my friend was like, yeah, so, like, I do this, like, and this is how I approach things, and, like, I would just be, like... And she's really good at it. Yeah, 100%. I think when people compliment me on my networking, I'm now one of those people where I go go someplace. Like the other night I was at 54 Below, Mm -hmm. and I walked in the room, and I knew a lot of people. And everyone was like, everyone knows you. And I was like, you're crazy. I don't know how that happened. I mean, and you're good at that too without being like, I was going to say gooey about it, but without being like weird. Overbearing about, yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, it's also a sign that I don't work out of town very much because because I know everyone who's in town at all times. But also, I mean, like, there are people who work out of town that just live in town. And so, like, I mean, not that, like, you necessarily work with them or cross paths with them. But, like, that, it's easy to be like, oh, like, I remember, like, didn't you do that season that I was yeah. also part of? But there's a form of networking, I think, that people who book a lot normally are better at the social media stuff because they're keeping people like informed while they're away Mm -hmm. and because I don't go away very much I do a lot of like handshaking and face to face okay yeah I feel like that and that's just the nature of auditioning yeah it's true that you're meeting people yeah oh my god Ian we didn't even tell the listeners that I saw you on the subway platform oh my god yeah oh my god Ian was on a different subway platform, like, across the train tracks from me, and I texted him as fast as I could. I was like, I see you, but then a train came between us. And, like, I had stopped, because on my on my train, like, there were enough people that I would, like, stop and look around and, like, look around people to see if I just flat-on walked past you like a dick. Um, but I wouldn't no, put it past you. I wouldn't put it past me either. What an asshole. Right. 
Um, but it was lovely to see you. Yeah, and like yeah. we like like you texted me about your shoes, and then I look up and you're like modeling your shoes. These it was were awesome. The shoes. Yeah, look at these shoes. They're still in great shape. They yeah. Oh, I've been very careful. Good. Hasn't rained yet, but this snow right. is gonna fuck them up. Yeah. Um. So thus endeth the, the second, second tangent. tangent. Are we ready for the quiz? Yes. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> that was a good cadence. That was a good one. That yeah, had some we good can, structure. We can change it up every time. Yeah. I mean, I do like quiz time. I just love it's, that it's one. It's a classic. That's yeah. like our staple. It's yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just me being masturbatory about singing on the podcast. Which you sound really great doing, so I'm uh, all for it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. For once in my life. I'm just kidding. Oh, I love that song. Can you imagine? <laughs> for once in my life, I have someone who needs me. Someone who, who needs, needs me. me. Someone yeah. needs me. Woo! Wow! Wow! Okay, on that note, is it my turn to take the quiz first? I think it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-mm. Quiz Claire, me, Ian. Yes, Claire Manship. Yes. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with... All right, this is a little bit gross, but it's kind of wonderful. Okay. Every time I'm in the shower, I always look down at my feet, and I realize that I need to, like, give myself a pedicure. Mm-hmm. And so last night, I did it. You were just all, like, over the self-care this week. Yes, well, not that, because that was last week that I cut my yes. hair. But this week, yes, I'm trying to be, like, just a little bit better to myself about that. And I don't have ingrown toenails, but I forget to, like, I don't know, just, like, keep that in check. Yeah. And so last night I did before it became a problem. That was nice, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I never realize how long my toenails are until I'm, like, clipping them. I Same. Think, yeah, like, I feel like that's everybody's story because yeah. we're not, like, down there looking at our feet all the time. No, and, like, I only think of it when I'm doing that because, like, sometimes, like, when you're dancing, like, that can, like, get in the way of stuff. And, yes. Or it can, it, like, or it can and, hurt you. Oh, yeah, it's Like, painful. it's, Yeah. Um, yeah. So awesome. So yeah, I'm just obsessed with my toes. My toes are in great shape. <laughs> great. Uh, question two. Three fingers are up. Yes, three fingers are up. I'm pulling out my list. Um, ooh, never have I ever seen Titanic in its entirety. Down? What the fuck? I've seen like pretty much every segment of it yeah i've never watched the whole thing i saw it i mean i've seen it a bajillion times but i saw it when it returned to theaters and it was magnificent like i I had seen it it easily 50 times watching it on the big screen Mm -hmm. in surround was i mean insane how long ago was that uh it or wasn't it wasn't the 20th anniversary of the movie it was um because that would have been last year, which I think they did have a limited release, but I mm-hmm. watched it on the 100th anniversary of The Sinking. Yes. Which was April 12th, 1914. No, April 14th, 1912. So I watched it in 2012, my okay. junior year of college. Yes. So like not too far lo- not too far long ago. Yeah. Words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Never have I ever uh, drank Red Bull. No. Uh, never have I ever gone on vacation on spring break. I mean, I'm sure I did somewhere down. Um, never have I ever... On any spring break? Like, your parents didn't ever take you anywhere? No. What? Um, typically, my mom had a different spring break than me. 
and she was also a teacher. So, and what do you mean by vacation? Like, like a destination? Yeah, or like, like I've never, like I never went out of town during a spring break. Weird. I mean, it yeah. was Easter for us all the time, so we were always going to see family. I mean, my family was super close, so like they were either we were just going like for the day to Jersey or to Connecticut or to the city. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I did that a lot. <laughs> um, never have I ever had a crush on a cartoon character. I don't think a cartoon character, but definitely okay. fictional characters. I won't count it. But yeah, but they're not cartoons. No, I mean, like, I mean, like how, how like everyone girls... had a sexual awakening over about Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. Um, never have I ever been to Chick Fil A. Yeah. Cool. But not since all of that happened. No. Which maybe I'll take the third tangent. It is interesting to me, and I'm not, and I, I don't say this like as a judgment. It's interesting to me how many like gay men I've gay men I've met who love Chick Fil A. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that the gay community takes it with a grain of salt. From what sure. I understand, the LGBTQ community almost finds it laughable at this point. Okay. Uh, f- from most of the people that I know that are members of that community, and again, I'm cis, I'm white, I'm yeah. only an ally. But uh, I mean. The chicken sandwiches didn't afflict them. <laughs> that's like that's the argument I always hear too. <laughs> like I work with um, a few uh, gay gentlemen from the south, and like that's exactly what they say. Well, yeah, when I mean, that conversation happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, that I mean that makes sense to me then. Yeah. Um, thus ended the third tangent. Um, sure, why not? Oh, what are you watching and listening to this week? So, uh, Blackish is back now, watching Blackish. Uh, Grownish on Freeform, which is the spinoff, is just really wonderful. It's really coming into its own. I, uh, hopefully by the time this airs, I will have caught up with the last three or four weeks of SNL. I'm really mm. behind. I, I never fall behind on this show. I'm very far behind now. I'm really freaking out. Um, and hopefully I have gotten a chance to sit down and watch Good Girls, this new NBC Ooh. comedy with Retta... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Christina Hendricks and um, May Peterson. May yeah, Peter- May Whitman. May Whitman. I don't know where I got Peterson from. Is Peterson the last? May name? Peterson is a character from Bye Bye Birdie. Is she? Albert Peterson's mom is May Peterson. Weird. But I was thinking that Peterson is Peterson one of the last names on um, not Modern Family. What the name is the fuck of that show? The the show that everyone cries at. That's not This Is Us. This, oh. Parenthood? The, yeah, Parenthood. I don't was know. Peterson part of that family? Because Mae Whitman was on that show with Lauren Graham and I never saw it. Yeah. Like, I, I never and if I did, I never like noticed. I watched a little bit of it, but it wasn't as much of a tearjerker as people promised, so I gave it yeah. up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm watching and uh listening to I am trying to listen to more musicals I've never listened to before. Fun. It's not it's not that fun though. I've really no? never loved listening to original cast recordings. Really? I, it's never been for me. I've okay. only really gotten into shows that I was studying or shows that I was just feeling like a very personal connection to at the time. Sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm just trying to like get more well-rounded in the repertoire. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Cool. Um, last person you texted, aside from me, no cheating. The last person I texted was my friend Jesse. She and I were up against each other for the same job today. And oh, man. Uh, she wanted to know if I had heard anything. And I said, no, you? She said, no. So... Oh, man. Everybody's in the clear. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, So that's that. Cool. Um, And final question. Mm -hmm. This car horn is not where you are. Yeah, these car Um, horns. Jesus. 
one person who you may or may not know, living or not, who you'd like to wish well. I know, that was a departure. Living or not. I would like to wish well. You know what? Let's stick with Titanic. I would like to wish well the unsinkable Molly Brown. All right. She was a loud lady from Colorado who stuck to her guns. And even though that one time she put a bunch of money in the furnace, she Mm. seemed to be very smart. And I think that she handled herself with grace. And she is remembered in Colorado as a hero. And uh, if I survived that sinking of a ship, I think I would tell everybody. And I would definitely market a nickname on it. And yes. uh, she did exactly that. Hashtag branding. Yes. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Hashtag branding. Hashtag woman crush Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> wonderful. Yes. I hope wherever you are, Molly, that you had a wonderful afterlife and, uh, and that you... Are comfortable. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Ooh, this is so annoying for probably everybody else in the world. I'm obsessed with the Actors Equity new swag shop. So I were sure. Stage... So remind everyone at home what Actors Equity is. Yes, I was just about to. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry. Um, so Actors Equity um, is the stage, uh, the stage actors and stage managers union, um, and. I have friends in the Stage Hands Union that have all this, like, cool swag from, like, every different state they toured in, but there was never any, like, online shop or any, like, gear that you could get as an Actors' Equity member, unless, like, you went to some of, like, the events, but they just opened a whole online store, and I am so excited. My package should be arriving in the mail tomorrow. Um, I got a coffee mug and a shirt and a sweatshirt, all the things I love, um, so... It's super obsessive and geeky, but that's what I'm obsessed with this week. Equity works. It does. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of the time. But enough. Yes, enough, enough. Um, P.S. That Broadway show, Rocktopia, that's not a Broadway show. Super confused about that. Don't yeah. know what's going on. Well, but... they got the contracts. Yeah, so now they're being paid twice $26 per performance. Great. It's such bullshit. Before taxes. Taxes! I know. It's a... Fuck taxes! <laughs> Okay, uh, three fingers up, please, my friend. Never have I ever been to Africa. No. Never have I ever kept a terrarium. Can I ask you to, like, specify a terrarium, like, with specific animals or just anything that would live in a Any box? land terrarium. Down. Yeah. What was it? I had hamsters growing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a form of terrarium. Yeah. And a, and a hermit crab. Yeah. Did you ever have an ant farm? That's a form of terrarium. No. Hmm. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, never have I ever watched Mike and Molly. Down, because I know I've, like, had it on the background. Mm. Never have I ever seen a live performance of Dreamgirls. Nope. Never have I ever run a 5K. Nope. Never have I ever accidentally smashed a light bulb. Down. <laughs> I know that must have happened at some point. Of course, yeah. I always thought it was funny, the sound that halogen tubes make. It was like boing, 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 when you like tap yes. on stuff. <laughs> but I never smashed one, thank God. Mm. Do not want that goo all over me. Yeah. Okay, uh, question number three. What are you watching slash listening to? So I actually saw, um, for the first time, an episode of Grownish this past week. <gasps> Did you love it? I loved it. Watch out, world, yeah. I'm grown now. It was, it was so much fun. And, like, it was an episode where they're talking about, like, um, like privilege and, like, um, unco- having uncomfortable discussions. And I was like, this is, like, this is still 
not still. This is really great. Yeah. So I'm I'm into it now. Um, that show is woke as fuck. It is. Yeah. Um, I've been watching some of the Daily Show, catching up. Um, uh, I've been listening to. I found out today that Phoebe Robinson's podcast, So Many White Guys, mm-hmm. is back. Yes. Um, and so I listened to her conversation with Deray McKesson today, which was like really great. Um, and then her conversation with Aquafina. Um, and then I've been listening to Tallest Man on Earth. I've been, um, kind of like, uh, browsing Apple Music lately just to kind of see what's out there. Sure. Um, so I've been checking out some, uh, Chance the Rapper and some of, uh, Great Big Worlds. Not new stuff, but newer stuff. Um, uh, some Fleet Foxes, a little bit of, like, peppering all the genres, so to speak. Oh, I forgot something in my listening, too. Can I say it now? Yes. Childish Gambino. Yes! Mm-hmm. Okay. He's um, great. Which, by the way, Donald Glover has decided that if he produces more music, he will no longer be Childish Gambino. Bummer. A little bit of a bummer, but he'll still be Donald Glover. Oh, my God. He'll Same still guy. be brilliant. Same talent. Oh, my yeah. God. He, I love that guy. Grammy-winning Gambino. He's amazing. Okay, great. Uh, watching, listening, is that everything? Um... <laughs> There's probably more that I'm just forgetting about right now. Get them next week. Exactly. We'll get them next time, buddy. Yeah. Last person you texted that wasn't me. No cheating. Um, it was a group chat with uh, my my stockroom friends from uh, Fancy Best Buy. From Wall Street. Your from stock Wall Street, friends. yes. We're very important. <laughs> We're very important yes. people. Yes. Um, yeah, no, we have like this 18-person group chat of like the current ones of us and like past ones of us and yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love that. Yeah. And our final question this week and every week, it's our favorite one person living or dead whom you may or may Mm. not know that you would like to wish well this week. I think I'm going to go with my late grandmother, Norma Brown. Norma. She is the, she was the reason that I was in the city all the time growing up. And she was, as the kids say, a stone cold biatch. Yeah, she was. She turned my mom into the woman that she is who made me into the person that I am. And she had such an appreciation for the arts and such a love for creativity. And it's kind of why I'm the favorite grandchild. Um, What? You can't put that shit on the internet. Oopsie. Oopsie. Um, He said it. It's out there. Yeah. Um, Well, because I was the one that pursued the dream that she never got to do, which was Mm. being a performer and being an artist and... Yeah, so... Well, with a name like that, she has to be a star. Right? Norma Brown. Norma Brown. Did you think of her because I wished well the unsinkable Molly Brown? No, I was just thinking, like, who's dead that I can, like, go on this theme with? I bet there's a whole... I bet heaven is alphabetized, where all the Browns are together. (laughs) Right? And so it's just this big group of, like, Browns that are all unrelated, but, like, that are super tight now. (laughs) There's only going to be a few manships. Yeah. (laughs) A very small picket. Oh, it'll be such a fun little club, though. A little club. A little shippy club. I mean, we're all like, we are, we the Browns! There's 94,000 of us! I wonder how many Brodskis there will be. And the Brodskis will be somewhere near Brown, but not close enough to visit. (laughs) true. Surprising amount, though, because... Back to my story, I was like, my last, like, he saw my last name was Brodsky, and this guy that I knew from youth theater asked me if I knew this other person who, with the last name Brodsky, or that if I was related to them. That stole your identity in high school? No, not him, another Brodsky. There were three Brodsky families in my high school. Weird. All unrelated. There was only one manship, and they were the fucking best. Got him. Best family in Centerville, Virginia, thank yes. you very much. Yeah. 
Okay, guys, what is our mazel of the week? Ooh, ooh, I need to think about mine for a second. I'll mazel. Yeah, go for it. My mazel of the week is to NBC, the network, because mm. NBC Thursday nights is back and as good as it always was. Yes. NBC Thursday nights used to be the Seinfeld generation. Mm-hmm. Then it was 30 Rock meets The Office meets mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. And now we're in a new phase. I think it's we're, we're dawning a new day of funny people, predominantly women and people of color. Yes. And uh, mazel, mazel, mazel. Can I just second your mazel? Because sure. I love that. Like I, I love was a double mazel. A double mazel. I love it. Because I was thinking the same exact thing this week. Um, yeah, and I have nothing more to add to that brilliant take of yours. Oh, uh. thank you so much. Hot take, hot take. Hot take. All right, Ian Brodsky, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at ibroski on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find me at Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> you can find me at Facebook.com slash Ian Brodsky. Um, no, slash Brodsky Ian. Huh. It's two weeks in a row you've done that. I know. I don't. I wonder if you can change it. I can because I tried. You tried? Well, when I first, um, Facebook has this really annoying weird thing where it's like you have to like triple, be like triple sure that like you're going to. I remember that. I do remember so, that. So I think because my personal page is Ian Brodsky. But if you want to keep up with me professionally, it's Brodsky Ian. Yeah. Well, um, thankfully, there's a search bar. Exactly. People can figure it the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, and Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. Cool. We're at This Week's Thing on Twitter and This Week's Thing at gmail.com, um, This Week's Thing.com. At This Week's Thing is our handle on yeah. everything. You can listen to the show mostly wherever you get your podcasts. The big four. The big four. We're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it. Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate the show five stars. Leave us a little note because we love to read them. Yes, and if you want to, write in with your This Week's Thing. We would love that. Please, oh, please, oh, please. Yeah. Um. So, I guess that's it. That's it. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Wheatins. Wheatins. Until next week, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye-bye. Bye.